Welcome to the Travel Agent Podcast. I'm your host, Aileen Blanco. I interview successful industry professionals and share my personal journey to becoming a travel agent. The show is for aspiring travel agents and travel professionals at every level. My mission is to uncover the universal keys to thrive in this business. Join me as I take a closer look into the life of a travel agent. Hello, everyone, and I hope you're having a fantastic Thursday. We are still super excited and celebrating our one year anniversary. And I just wanted to tell you guys um, some of the cool things that are going to be coming up. And one of the things that um, I'm very excited about is our new Carpenters Corner. And we will have our friend Thomas Carpenter. He is an attorney and he will be giving us a couple of tips. Please stay till the end so you can hear his tips. They're super, super important for your business. And we are going to be having different things like that. We're going to have suppliers and we are going to have host agencies. It is going to be a very exciting year. So stay tuned, stay locked, make sure that you subscribe so that you know when our episodes drop every Thursday. And without further ado, Hello, and welcome to the Travel Agent Podcast. Today, we have another fantastic, fabulous, awesome guest. He is so amazing, and I'm going to have him introduce himself. Hi, my name is Marcus Williams. I'm the owner of Impressive Travel Travel Agency based in Houston, Texas. So let's jump right into it. How did you get started? Um, So I I really got started um, after we planned our destination wedding uh, to Jamaica back in 2014. Just from that experience of our wedding, a lot of our family and friends never traveled before, getting them out and about, just that feeling to see how everyone had a great time and started traveling from that point, just started the the agency from that. It literally started a month after that. Nice. So when you got all of your um, family and stuff to travel, like what was the one thing that kind of put them over the edge to want to go? Was it the wedding or was it how you were kind of describing your event with me personally one i'm a jamaica junkie um so i'll go to jamaica really like yearly uh, and just seeing my pictures and videos and then everyone knowing that the wedding is going to be there it was just all that and above just got everyone to pretty much want to jump on board we had roughly what, 40 people uh came wow i have been trying to do that with my family and it, it ain't worked yet <laughs> <laughs> So what is one thing that you wish you would have known in the very beginning that would have been super helpful on your journey to becoming this amazing, successful travel professional? One, (laughs) everything is not one system. In my head, when I got in the industry, I thought it was like, okay, I can go into one little portal, put some quotes together and done. And it's, it's a little more entail deep and more bells and whistles than within what I thought it was going to be. That that would be my main thing, actually. And how did you kind of overcome that obstacle? Just starting to learn it, learning the systems, learning my go-to suppliers, my um, go-to hotels and resorts, which makes it a lot easier for me. Um, one, how I book my clients. If I wouldn't stay there, I wouldn't book my clients there. So that makes it easier with my go-to properties. and. Um, I guess since we are based in, the majority of my clients are based in Houston, uh, you know, United Hub is here. So majority of my clients fly United anyway or Southwest. So 
it's it, it broke it made it a lot easier when it came down to picking my suppliers and picking my property. Speaking of suppliers, so a lot of what I talk about is building relationships. How do you go about building relationships with your uh, premier per, uh, suppliers? So with me, um, I do go to a lot of local events, um, local events, fam trips. I try to get that one-on-one connection with my BDMs. Um, my host agency is actually really good with that with, with the fam trips and uh, letting me know when any local events are taking place in my city due to me, my host being in Ohio and I'm based in Houston. So they're really good with that. And I guess a lot of too, I also reach out to my BDMs and have conversations with them so they can know who I am on a um, personal level, especially when I need something done. Awesome. Right. Because that's good to have a, yeah. a person in your pocket when you need something. Yes. So as far as um, I saw that you won some awards, um, yes. when do you think uh, so tell us about the awards and then tell me when you think it finally clicked and you went like 100% full time. Um, so this year, I just recently won um, United Vacation Agent of the Year. Uh, last year, I won Southwest Vacation Agent of the Year. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Um, well, I went full time in June of 2019. Uh, me personally, I wanted to get past that five year mark especially since a lot of people say most small business fail within the first five years. I wanted to see if I would be able to sustain my growth. Um, and since I've started, my sales have increased every year. So once I got to a part that I'm over, I'm hitting over 500,000 every year and I'm raising, I'm almost at a million in sales. So with that, it was like, okay, it's time. Cause I'm now me working full time in the hospital and then trying to pull the agency full time. It was like, okay, something has to give. And that's when I, w- I knew I was like, okay, I can, I can actually do this full time and make a living off of it. That is so awesome. I cannot wait till the day I can say, <laughs> you know, I, I was going full time, but now I have a full time income to go with it. <laughs> that is a, that's a major milestone. So congratulations on that as well. So do you have, is it just you or is it a one man uh, show or do you so, have ICs? So I do have ICs. I was, the first, I was, it was only me for the first four years. I added ICs on once I started getting more involved in the industry. So going to the fam trips and doing different events, I needed someone to back me up. So that's when I started adding the ICs on. I do have four and they're doing pretty good. They're doing part-time, um, but they're, they're actually doing really well. Um, they're learning and trying to get their name out as well. Uh, we both, we all pretty much is not, I'm here, you here, we're on the same, we're on the same team, we're running the business together, as long as we're on the, with the same goal. Perfect. So with all of this crazy COVID-19 nonsense going on, ugh, what has been some of the things that you've kind of positive things that you've taken away from uh, this experience so far? <laughs> We can um, that. Um. So, <laughs> so um, positive one, I would say my faith. Um, I know for a fact that God didn't get me to this point to leave me. So I know that I will be okay. Um, but besides faith, like, it's just like, when it comes down to the point when your clients are just calling to check on you, make sure you're okay, that you know that you're doing your part and you know that you're being noticed and they know that you care about them and they actually care about you. Like I have 
I've had clients call me almost every day just to check on me, see how business is going, is if I'm okay, you know. So just that aspect, it, it shows you that people are paying attention when you, you don't really know. build a connection with your clients. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, like you don't know who's watching you, and it you like when this happened, it actually it showed that you know your clients actually do care about you, especially those loyal clients that's booking with you on a yearly you know yearly basis or every six months, whatever the case may be. You see that, and you get that that bond and that relationship with them, and you know they're not going nowhere else. <laughs> Cause they, they trust you. So do you have any plans for when this is over? Cause everybody's like, as soon as I'm able to get out of my house, I'm leaving. So what, what are some things that you've prepared for um, the influx in and in quotes and travel um, since, you know, your name is out there, you're doing really big things. And the, the way that your clients feel about you, you're going to have, you know, an influx of people coming at you. What is your plan? Right now, I'm working on my marketing. I actually sat down with a social media guru uh, who was helping me with my social media marketing as well. Um, and I'm just preparing for the comeback because you know everyone's going to have uh, cabin fever. It's going to be back and stronger than ever, especially since like those major uh, competitions are going under. Like you know, Book VIP, Costco, all those companies are dropping. So we know that the travel industry is about to you know, with the agents wise is about to be back on better than before. Once I, I can feel it. I can feel it. <laughs> <laughs> so what systems do you currently use that kind of help you sift through um, the tire kickers? I wouldn't say that I have a system. Um, how I operate, um, like I said, I book how I travel and either you're going to book it or you're not. It's not an in-between. I'm not the one. I don't do a lot of follow-ups. Uh, especially when you get to a point that you're super busy, you really don't have time to do follow-ups. So I look at it as if you called me, you really want to book. So I don't feel like I have to call you back. <laughs> so it's, it's just a point of, I'm to the point that I don't have time to take behind clients. You know, I do my marketing. Um, that's automatic. I do um, the things that I need to do to run a business properly, but as in running behind the client, especially the tie kickers, I really don't have time for it. So it's, and I tell my client, not my clients, my um, ICs the exact same thing. Because, you know, especially when you're new in the industry, when you have those tie kickers and they're calling you, you're quoting back to back and you, they're not booking. It, it actually, it gets you, I know, I let it get them down. And you get, some do get sad about the situation because you're putting all that energy in it and you're not getting anything in return. Me personally, I don't waste time on it. It's like, okay, you didn't book, on to the next. What do I need to do to keep promoting myself, getting my business out there and moving on forward? Like, I really don't have time for the time, the tie kickers. Um, I don't really give them that, that much energy. Um, Cause I do, you know, you, you can, you notice, you can tell a tie kicker automatically from the gate. You know, the, the ones where I saw it cheaper on Expedia. Okay. Well, yeah, you're free to book with Expedia. <laughs> that's real confidence because yeah. you know as someone who's you know about 18 months in like you still feel like you want to help everybody and yeah. you you want to you want to turn the tire kickers into you know like it's frequent flyers <laughs> it's kind of hard to do that because especially the the window shoppers the tire kickers all those different things like th those type of people you know one you have to qualify your clients that's the major thing qualifying your clients knowing who your client is because everyone will not be your client that's automatic 
um, once you understand that, instead of trying to chase the client, you know, once you understand that everyone wants to be, will not be your client automatically, then it's a lot easier to let a tie character go or a window shopper go because you understand, like, you know, you're not the client for me because me personally, I'm not a big fan of the Ryu. I'm not a Ryu fan is, you know, that's not my brand. I choose to sell automatically. Now, if it's a property that I'm telling you, I don't suggest and you insist on booking it, you're free to book it somewhere else because I already know what's going to come on the back end once you get there and you're going against my will. So let, instead of me putting myself through the stress and the drama at the end, I'd rather cut you right now and you can go, you know, we can go and cut our ways. You do it however you like to book it, but I refuse to. I, that's one of the things is that we have to position ourselves as experts. You have to become an expert because that's why people are coming to you. And that's, I can, I can hear and feel your confidence because you know what you're selling and you are the expert. And that's why your business is, is so doing so well. And I think a lot of the times because you know, the tire kickers and figuring out how to qualify and figuring out who your ideal client is, it, it does, uh, it does a number on this, you know, self-esteem. And so like, I just love the way that you like, you're just super matter of fact. I love it. I'm gonna get there one day. I promise. <laughs> because like with me, um, I do a lot of fam trips. Um, I do a lot of fams and I spend that money so I can know the brands that I'm selling, you know, know the properties, know the destination. And when you come to me and you ask me to book you somewhere, if you want to go to Jamaica, I know Jamaica, you know, I know Jamaica, I know the island, I have personal drivers there that I can put you with, you know, so I can do that. So I'm not here to just plan a vacation for you. I'm here to plan an experience. So I want to give you the full experience and we can go from there. You know, you can take my advice, we can work on it together, but I can't go back and forth with you with, okay, well, I saw it here, it was cheaper. I saw it there, it was cheaper. You're not just paying just for the vacation. You're paying for the full bundle, you know, everything you're getting with it. Because the service that you're going to get ex with Expedia is not the service you're going to get with Impressive Travels. You know, you when you, my clients leave, I leave with them spiritually because I'm prepared for anything. I know that my clients are in destination. I, I My phones are available if anything happens you can call me no matter what time it is especially if it's an emergency you can't do that with Expedia or any online booking engine so yeah it's about the client experience yes that's that's the difference is that we create experiences yes. and your expertise I mean we you have to put time into knowing the destinations and knowing what your client wants and putting them through a process where they feel comfortable with you. Like, I want to go to Jamaica on one of your trips now. <laughs> yeah. So, like, all my clients, like, I literally have clients who will call me and hold a full conversation before we get on onto the trip because they've booked with me so many times. They're comfortable, and they pretty much want to talk before we even discuss business. So, a majority of my clients are referrals or, you know, people I've ran into in, in passing and things like that. So they already know, like they follow me on social media. And I do, like I have my social media sites set up that they're only for business. So a lot of my clients are on all of my social media sites. So they see when I go do site inspections, they see when I'm tra personally traveling and things like that. And especially when I, when I travel, they're like, oh, I want to go there. You know, it's just the things that people do. And a lot of them share my posts and, you know, 
tag their friends and things like that to get, and that's one of the reasons my business is doing so well is due to my clients with the referrals and the tags and the shares. Well, it sounds like you have put in a lot of work to make your business the where it's at today. So I commend you. I am super excited for you. I'm looking forward to seeing what you're doing in the future. And I know that on the other side of this, Impressive Travels is going to be on top again and getting all the awards. So I'm looking forward to seeing it. Yes, I am trying to be that agency. So is there anything personally or in business that you have coming up that um, you're super excited about? I was recently invited to GTM in September. 2020 is not canceled for you. So (laughs) I'm hoping that all of those go through this year. And um, again, congratulations. And thank you so much for coming on the show. You're so welcome. It's, It's actually a pleasure. Carpenter's Corner, Attorney at Law. Hi, Lynn, and hi, everybody. It's Tom Carpenter. Uh, Thanks for having me back. Uh, Today, I should just get my legal uh, ethical obligations out of the way. Uh, I'm an attorney. My name's Tom Carpenter. I'm licensed in New York and Illinois. And uh, just to make sure my professional obligations are, are, uh, that I'm I'm good with that, I should uh, probably let you know that this might be viewed as attorney advertising. So I'm making that disclosure. Nothing I say here is intended to be specific legal advice that I'm offering. Uh, it's for informational purposes only. It's not intended to create an attorney uh, client relationship and prior results don't guarantee future outcomes. So just to be clear about all of that, um, the thing that I wanted to talk about today was uh, having an advertising and disclosure policy for your website. A lot of travel advisors have uh, websites that are custom that they put together themselves. Uh, sometimes they have a blog on their website. Uh, sometimes they have affiliate links if they participate in an affiliate program. They might have advertising that they put on their website either from Google ads or other ways that they can kind of make money to monetize their their travel agency website. Uh, But a lot of times it's just uh, content about the trips that they're selling and um, things that they're promoting, uh, perhaps group trips that they're escorting. And um, the important thing for you to know is that all of those things uh, create uh, certain legal obligations. Um, Bloggers are required whenever you're putting together, uh, whenever you put together a website, if those websites appear to be uh, providing content that is objective, neutral information, sort of like a news story, um, there are requirements for you to disclose if you are receiving any type of financial uh, benefit from putting those on your website. So for example, um, you might see certainly in industry trade publications, these happen all the time where you're flipping through a travel, uh, travel industry trade publication and you see something that looks like it's a news story or it looks like it's an article with glossy pictures. And then it's, you see in small print up at the top that it says advertisement. And then you realize that, oh yeah, that whole article was written by the tourism board of that particular country or uh, that particular resort um, paid to have that quote-unquote article 
placed in the publication. So the same types of rules apply to your website. If you've got content that is promoting a destination or a, a travel product that you are also selling, um, it's necessary for you to disclose when you're receiving something of value in exchange for putting that information on your website. Uh, the other important thing is uh, affiliate links. If, uh, if you participate in, for example, the Amazon affiliate program, you might have a website where if people click on those links uh, that uh, there's a tracking system where it tracks back to your website and you potentially can get uh, paid based on the number of clicks, whether somebody orders a product that you're linking to, um, if you're getting paid for the number of uh, clicks that you direct to another website, those types of things. Those also need to be um, disclosed in some way, shape, or form on your website. And the other thing is advertisements. If you are participating in, for example, Google ads, uh, where you're putting a widget on your website that is displaying advertisement from other companies, um, you might need to make disclosures about that as well. It's important that you're uh, in compliance with all of that. And this is not something that's just kind of like a general thing where you need to do it so that you don't inadvertently get sued if somebody files a frivolous lawsuit. In a lot of cases, there are specific um, rules that the Federal Trade Commission has for, for, those type, for those types of requirements, bloggers, et cetera. So important to really make sure that you've, you've got that all squared away. Um, and so even if you are even if you are just, you have a blog and you're just putting your own personal vacation photos up there, but uh, you went on a cruise and it's a cruise line that you uh, also sell uh, and you're mentioning the name of the cruise line and you're mentioning the ship and you're talking about the amenities on the ship, even though it could be a very personal thing, you could actually be, without your knowledge, triggering some of those requirements. So important, important for you to know, to know that. Uh, and then the, the last thing I would say, too, about advertising and disclosure policies is that uh, if you are displaying specific travel products on your website and you're also talking about the pricing, um, there are, uh, it's really, really important that uh, you comply with the truth in advertising laws and, uh, and that you set that up the right way. Because if you're advertising something for sale on your website at a certain price, and then it turns out that the client wants to buy it, and you wind up putting that booking together, and it turns out to cost more, uh, that could be a huge pit of liability for you. You don't want to get into that. So it's really, really important um, that you figure out a way to uh, to make sure that your website includes all the necessary disclaimers uh, uh, that you're describing the pricing and the inclusions correctly on the website. And, uh, you know, the easier thing to do is to, uh, is to not talk about the pricing at all and instead to talk about the trip in general terms and encourage them to call you so you can have a one-on-one -on -one conversation with them and get them a, a price quote because, as you know, when you quote travel, to, to people, you've got all sorts of information that the cruise line gives you, that the tour operator gives you, that the hotel, the resort, the airline. When you, when you get a quote, there's all of that fine print that comes along with it. Sending that along to your client will make sure that you're protected. But if you're putting those things on your website for people to, 
to uh, to potentially buy and there's a price attached, um, you're going to want to make sure that you're disclosing that the right way. So that's what I've got for you today. And hope everybody is doing well and look forward to talking to you again. Thanks so much, Lynn. Thank you for joining the Travel Agent Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Visit the travelagentpodcast.com for more information about today's episode and other travel agent resources. Be sure to tune in every Thursday for new episodes. Until next time, continue to build a travel business you love.